Hey there, Marksman. Today's episode is going to be a short discussion on something I hope becomes a recurring theme on the site. See, I've been mulling this idea over my head for a while, and well, I fell behind while editing my last interview with Mike Green, so that's going to be coming up as we talk about the tactical games, Uh, but I decided to go ahead and record a short bit about this idea that fun is allowed. And... You know, when I go back and think about all my prior early experiences with shooting and firearms, the emotion just always comes up being, this is fun. The act of shooting and hitting targets is fun. And I'm I'm sure you agree with that. I know going back to think about it now, a lot of my earliest purchases, uh, which were a 1911 and an M1A, weren't just because they were practical, because frankly, they're not, but because I thought they looked cool. And I had all these grand plans of playing off this whole black and stainless color theme that I had going on when I bought those. And I'm kind of embarrassed by that now, but that's where my mind was at when I bought them. And then later, while working on my first AR-15, I, you know, it was the early days of the zombie craze. And I went so far as to ask a custom engraver about having new safety markings put on the lower that I thought would be more fun. And then it all changed. But before I get to that, I want to say hello and welcome to the Everyday Marksman. I'm your host, Matt Robertson, former military officer turned tech sector corporate grunt, outdoors enthusiast, shooting nerd, and your friend. Our website is everydaymarksman.co, and there you're going to find today's show notes as well as all of our social links, our uh, blog posts, our podcast episodes, as well as our brand new YouTube channel. And as always, I want to show... A big shout out to our awesome community of marksmen um, who are out there in the Discord server and they helped a lot in this conversation. So shout out to you guys. It's always fun chatting with you uh, throughout the day. Now, um, on that note, I want to have a slight plug here because as this episode goes live on November 10th, 2021, um, tonight I'm going to be having a live stream on the new YouTube channel, which you can get to by going to everydaymarksman.co forward slash YouTube. That will redirect you to it. Now, tonight's live stream is the first. Well, not the first because I did one last week, but it's the first one with guests and will be one of many going into the future. And I really hope you come join it. Come subscribe to the channel. I'm going to be talking to Ilya Koshkin and uh, Jeff Gerwich, who've both been on the podcast before. And I've been on their channels before. And we're going to be talking about the right kind of reticle to use in your general purpose rifle. I don't want to give everything away because, hey, it's going to be live tonight, uh, but it's going to be a good time, and I hope to see you there. Now, with that, let's get back to the topic at hand, the idea of fun being allowed. So right about the time I started finishing that first AR-15, this is probably 2010 or so, I became a lot more involved in, air quoting, the culture. You know the one. It's where everything becomes about taking training courses, being super tactical, competing in competitions and matches. And, you know, as long as you don't develop those gamer habits, they'll get you killed in the streets. And it felt like everything just became focused on real world somber use cases for firearms. Like, you know, when the the stuff hits the fan situations or defending your home against invaders at two o'clock in the morning or neighborhood defense or all these really super serious things. And, you know, the fun got taken away. 
because it seemed like being serious about shooting meant you had to be a very serious person. And I get it. I think we all understand that being involved in shooting sports means there's a lot of commitment that goes to to safety and being aware of what's going on around you and understanding the consequences of what happens should you ever actually have to fire your weapon in anger or protecting someone else or, or whatever. But should you ever have to employ your weapon in the real world, there's absolutely consequences and there are serious consequences. And I think for a lot of people that overrode this idea of having fun. And I maintained this attitude of being super serious for quite a long time, and I still struggle with it, uh, even through the earlier days of the blog. But I just remember that I still get huge amounts of joy and fun from shooting itself. I remember when I went to uh, the Heat One course at Max Velocity Tactical, I remember after a couple couple runs up and down the uh, tactical ranges, I just kind of shouted, this is effing fun. And I was trying to think of all the ways to get others to go do it with me. So that gets me back to coming back to this idea, fun being allowed. You know, I remember the person who introduced this idea back to me. Um, He doesn't have any idea who I am. At least I don't think he does. Um, Though I'd love to get him to come talk on the podcast. But credit goes out to Roy at Weapon Outfitters. Now, Weapon Outfitters, they're not a sponsor. They're not paying me for anything. It's just its just another, um, another gun shop who sells quality gear online. I happen to follow them. I like, actually, I think I have bought several things for them over the years. But Roy is well known in the enthusiast circles for both his quality kit. He doesn't sell anything cheap. It's all really nice stuff. But also his photography. Um, Roy specializes in what I would say is gun lifestyle photography with inspired by kind of anime girls and cosplay. So um, yeah, go check out his website. Uh, There's a link in the show notes with this one. But I remember him saying on Twitter that fun is allowed. And he did this in the context of these little anime cat ear covers that you could slap over your ear pro or on top of a helmet. And it was just meant to add this little element of fun to an otherwise serious outfit. And the phrase always just kind of stuck with me. And that gets me to today because I realized while working on a trailer for the new YouTube channel that I was still falling into these old habits of trying to be overly serious and dramatic because guns. In reality, what I think I would much rather do is set this tone that shooting itself is a serious activity for a lot of reasons, but the culture around shooting should absolutely be fun and inviting for others to come participate in. What I would really love for us to avoid is setting this tone that just becomes unwelcoming to strangers. Honestly, a lot of gun culture stuff seems weird and unnecessary to the uninitiated. It only serves to keep them at a distance. And I think this is a tribal thing, to be honest. Maybe you do it, maybe you don't. But I do think there's a certain element of in-group bias that we've all got when we are really involved in a culture. We want to define that this is us and this is what we do. And if you don't get it, well, then F off. (laughs) We don't want you. But if we ever hope to change the conversation around shooting sports and gun ownership, then we have to understand that most of the country and the world doesn't exactly fall in line with the worldview that we're going to espouse. As I'm recording this, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial is is ongoing. 
And I'm not going to have any commentary on that. There's plenty of really good legal beavers out there on YouTube and podcast talking about it. Um, It's been an interesting watch. But I think the debate over this whole thing is what's really interesting to me. Because you and I, as people of the gun, are probably looking at it one way. We're analyzing it from the side of what is legal defense, civility, what is self-defense versus what's the aggressor, what is ballistics. We're looking at all these circumstances that go into it. And the average person doesn't know or care about any of that. What they see is a bunch of militia members all ducked out in tactical gear walking around the streets without any real context or understanding about what's actually going on. It just looks intimidating and therefore it looks uninviting. Now, I can't speak to any motivations here. There is a time and a place for wearing tactical gear and patrolling a neighborhood. Uh, And this might very well be one of those times. But on the flip side of that, we have to think, what are the other ways that the average person is going to get introduced to shooting sports and or to shooting in general? How do we make that more interesting and more inviting and more fun? So here's, here's my way to close this one out. Not everyone wants to dress up like their favorite special operations you know, operator. And that's not to say there isn't value in learning tactical skills, buying and training quality gear, training with quality gear, and, and keeping in good physical shape. But we need to drop this idea that everything needs to be so bloody serious all the time. Fun is fun. We, we know shooting is fun. We know training can be really fun. We know that hanging out with, with your friends and, and blasting is fun. And we need to highlight that. We need to show people that there's a lot of fun things that can happen too. Uh, and I think that comes in with competition. I think that comes in with fun scenarios at these competitions or matches. I think it's showing people the joy of success and the discipline uh, that they build and the skills they learn from developing a skill that they might not otherwise have done. So let's bring back fun and encourage others to do the same. As long as we have a shared commitment to safety, there's nothing wrong with a funny paint job, a ridiculous outfit, or wild training scenarios. Fun is allowed, and when we introduce people to fun being allowed, and they want to come hang out with us and shoot with us more, they get more comfortable with it, and then they ask more questions and become more curious about additional training, additional matches. And maybe someday, when scenario X ever happens and your neighborhood is on its own, those are the people now who understand why you've been preparing, and now they have some skills to go along with it too. The avenue is fun. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Uh, Thanks for listening. Come check out the live stream tonight with Ilya and Jeff. Again, you can go to everydaymarksman.co forward slash YouTube. And there you're going to find uh, the YouTube channel. It's a full direct to it, full direct link to it. But hey, while you're at it, I would would really appreciate if you subscribe to the website. Everydaymarksman.co, there's big green subscribe buttons all over the place. Uh, That gets you onto the email list. Why do I care about you being on my email list? Look, email is the easiest way for me to communicate with you. There, Yes, of course, I've got my social media channels, the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, but you and I both know that social media these days is unreliable. You know, I can send a message out. I can post something on there and say you've got a thousand followers. Probably only about 50 of them are going to see it. With email, I can send it directly to your inbox. I promise you I don't spam. Uh, I, I hate spammers. 
but it is the best way for me to let you know what's going on the website, any new articles that are popping up, and the, and the occasional um, odd email on a weekend where I'll share some separate thoughts or, or a private review of something I've been looking at that I'm not going to post the website. And also, if you do subscribe through the website to our email list, you do get an invite to the Discord server, which is, of course, a great place to be with our community of marksmen, get to talk to others and learn from one another, and also share some ideas for episodes like the one we talked about today. Now, it's enough out of me. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you next time. Take care.